0: When an esports team goes public with a billion dollar valuation, it might be time to ask some questions. October 27, 2021. This is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, how's it going? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast. Connect with me on Twitter, at NateBenderama, and let me know what you think of the show. Help spread the word by sharing the show with your friends, your guild, and literally all of your Discord servers. FaZe Clan, the esports organization, has announced a merger with B. Riley Principal Merger Corp. With this merger, FaZe Clan has also gone public with a valuation of $1 billion and will be traded on NASDAQ under the moniker BRPM. FaZe announced that, quote, through the proposed business combination, FaZe Clan is positioned to become one of the only digitally native, youth-focused lifestyle and media platforms publicly traded on a U.S. national exchange. In a presentation for potential investors, FaZe has outlined some of their plans to go international, make NFTs, brand peripherals, and potential food partnerships. They also outlined their interest in expansions into other esports competitions like League of Legends and Apex Legends. While this looks really good on paper, I can't help but feel this move is propped up more by hype than substance. Most of their evaluation is based on social media presence more so than an actual service or product. Chief reporter for Dot Esports Jacob Wolf made the observation that TSM's parent company Swift is only valued at half of what FaZe is claiming, and they tend to be more diversified. So look, personally, I'm really not sure how this is going to end up shaking out, but I won't be plunking down any money to invest with FaZe anytime soon. Though, I'm not a fiduciary, so take my opinions with a grain of salt. Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack leaves a lot to be desired regardless of the $50 price tag. The expansion service launched this week with a myriad of problems. If you're one that opted in for the Expansion Pack service, you can expect low frame rates, input lag, and sound effect delay, just to name a few. Also, playing any of the Nintendo 64 titles with Joy-Cons is nearly impossible. They've mapped the original 4C buttons to the X and Y buttons that you have to toggle by holding down one of the triggers. To make this even worse, Nintendo neglected to give you the option to remap any of the button layouts, forcing you to sink another $50 to buy the damn controller that works for these games. In my opinion, Nintendo missed the mark by MILES on this one, and hopefully gamers will make a big enough stink so that Nintendo will have to go back and fix these issues, but I'm not holding my breath. Speedrunners have been using speedrun.com for seven years now since its inception back in 2014. Speedrun.com offered a better system to log and moderate speedrunning attempts than many of their competitors like Twin Galaxies, though the latest addition to the website has left a bad taste in many speedrunners' mouths. The update added a commenting feature that allowed viewers to reply to anyone's speedruns. This has led to the typical internet debauchery that every website deals with when they implement a commenting feature. Though most websites have moderation tools that allow users to moderate their page, public forum, etc., but Speedrun.com neglected to give those moderation tools to speedrunners at first. This has led to people like Liquid Wi-Fi, a Simpsons hit and run speedrunner, to branch out and create their own separate website to catalog their speedruns. Liquid Wi-Fi has also urged others to do the same because Speedrun.com has put the onus on each individual runner to be the de facto forum moderator for the website, while Speedrun.com is quickly trying to implement features to turn off commenting for individual leaderboards and bolster moderation tools seems to be a little bit too late for many who use the website. A recent Kotaku report details ongoing harassment, discrimination and straight-up racist behavior at Ubisoft. This calls into question Ubisoft's quote-unquote commitment to overhauling their HR process and workplace culture that the developer made back in 2020 when allegations of sexual misconduct saw three senior heads at the company resign. Nine anonymous individuals came forward to Kotaku to give testimonials to the current workplace conditions and state of their complaints falling on deaf ears. The 2020 shakeup has seemingly not done a damn thing to fix the systematic harassment experienced by employees at the company especially when ubisoft has incoming senior staff directing employees not to contact the media and to follow their code of conduct's anti-leak policy here's the thing the media plays a really important role in actually changing the culture at places like ubisoft and even activision blizzard if it weren't for the gaming media exposing these crimes because that's what they are crimes then there's no impetus for change Gaming grew up long ago, and it's time for the people who make those games to grow up too, and be held accountable. That's it for this edition of Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Remember to connect with me on Twitter, at NateBenderama, and let me know what you think of the show. My name's Nate Bender! Keep listening.